0: It's the morning crew in the mighty seven ninety and one oh four point seven KF Joe. It's time now to ask the mechanic.
1: Yeah, if you'd like to ask the mechanic, text your question in to our Adventure RV Text Club. It's open at 35270. Vern Newman, district manager for Matt's Automotive, joins us on the line. Good morning, Vern. How are you? I'm doing great today. How about you guys? Oh, better than I deserve, my friend. Better than I deserve. Matt eh, Matt. Vern Newman from <laughs> Matt's Automotive. And we've we've had Matt Matt Lockwitzer on before and does a great job as well. Uh, Vern. I wanted to start off because you spend a lot of time on the road yourself. What do you check each and every time before you go on on the road? Do you do you check your oil? I, you know, some of our listeners, always think, you know what? If I knew what the mechanic did, then I would do what the mechanic did, and maybe I'd save myself some headaches and some problems. <laughs> so, so what are some some things people should do? Well, I I'd like to consider myself the abnormal guy because you always got painter that won't paint his house and the plumber that won't fix his own pipe but uh (laughs) i uh i try to uh i try to check my oil and uh um the fluids under the hood washer fluid you know make sure that i can clean my windshield when i'm driving um thankfully i drive a newer vehicle so i got the uh, tire pressure monitoring on my dash and you know this one has a brake monitoring system and an air filter monitoring system so i really don't need to check those because of the sensors i have there um, but just the main fluids under there, just make sure that there's nothing that's going to interrupt my trip.
0: You know, when you talk about those uh, sensors and you have the lights and the such in the newer vehicles, is there a time like all of a sudden I get a light that comes on and I'm, you know, between here and God knows where? Is there a amount of time? Do I need to pull over right away? Next small town? What, you know, what's a good rule of thumb on that?
1: Gosh, we got a lot of lights that'll pop on the dash these days. Um, the the one that I usually tell people that's going to be the most important is our check engine light. Uh, we have a lot of people that will drive around, and uh, I hear it all the time. It's the oh that light's been on forever. Uh-huh. Well, that light comes on for a reason. Um, it's to warn you that there's a, a fault that needs to be corrected. Um, and the sooner you get that checked out and fixed, the better it is. What what's really common is we'll get that check engine light will come on for let's just say it's an evaporative emission system something that isn't going to affect the driving um they'll say oh yeah i know it's for that you know evap system and i'll say well that light even though it's illuminated right now if you have a major engine fault that is going to prevent you from driving you're not going to know about it because that light was already on and that's what you're thinking it's for yeah a so lot it's of- important that we correct it every single time
0: right a lot of people are they think oh my gas cap that's the reason why it's been doing this they And that's probably not the smart way to be.
1: No, no. When it starts flashing, that's when you need to pull over and stop driving.
0: When it flashes. That's interesting. All right. We're talking with the district manager from Mads Automotive. It's Vern. If you have a question, certainly text us right now at 35270. What are some common things that you see in the winter um, that you're just like, okay, you, you should have had this checked. Are there anything that comes to mind?
1: Well, you know, we we see a lot of vehicles, a lot of repairs. Um, As far as probably our most common fixes in the winter Mm -hmm. is going to deal with no starts, Um, go out to the car in the morning and doesn't want to start. Anywhere from a battery to an alternator to a starter. Um, You know, as far as things that you can check preventatively for that, I would say getting your battery tested, you know, making sure that's good, paying attention to the lights on the dash, such as the battery light. Um, Usually when that battery light comes on, it's For an alternator failure, Uh, if you have a voltmeter on the dash, you know, paying attention that it's charging um, usually in the middle, around 14 and a half volts there when you're driving. So paying attention to those signs. Um, Those are some of the most common. And then heating issues. Um, Get out to the car and we don't have any heat. Uh, Sometimes it's because we didn't have any coolant in the system. Uh, Sometimes because the thermostat got stuck. Uh, That one's a little bit harder for you to check other than just making sure that you have fluid in there. Um, and that if you see anything dripping underneath your vehicle, uh, that you get it in somewhere to get it fixed right away.
0: That's, that's perfect. And I, I, I guess with these newer cars, <laughs> do they have, you know, when you have the heat on, I've noticed sometimes in my car, I have the heat on and I like it at, you know, X amount and all of a sudden it'll cool off. Does it get to that certain point and then it starts to cool off just because it's trying to keep it at a normal
1: temp? <laughs> really going to depend on the vehicle you're in um okay. and, and your fan setting you know my myself i have automatic temperature control in my car so i hop in and i'll i'll set it to 71 degrees and that's what's comfortable for me driving and okay. once it hits that temp um it'll start to level off i know when some of the earlier systems with the automatic temp control because it is a, a newer technology uh, relatively speaking um that it would heat up really fast and then it would start to cool off and then it would heat up and cool off so you never really got that constant maintenance in there it was just uh, up and down so that might be what you're experiencing okay. um if it is it's just heating up and cooling off to try and equalize that temperature for it
0: all right we did get a question into the uh text club at 35270 um this person asks and it may be a little hard to to say and describe over the air but um They say when they have their cruise on, every now and then they feel like the car does a little skip. Does that make sense? Almost like it's on a little bit of ice or something. What, What might be happening there?
1: Uh, There's a lot of different things that could cause that. Um, I have seen that pretty common in some Chrysler vehicles where Mm -hmm. there's a software update available for it. Okay. Um, That's something that's becoming more and more relevant these days is rather than a mechanical fix, we have computer issues that we need to update in the system. Okay. Um, It could be a uh, shift point in the transmission that, uh, you know, depending on where the cruise is set, that it is, you know, Floating back and forth between that shift point and it's just grabbing that every now and then. Okay. Um, it, it's a lot of, there's a lot of different things that could cause that without actually driving the vehicle and experiencing it. I, I don't know how much help I'm going to be over the phone, Sure. but I would highly recommend if that is happening to get it looked at, um, it's best to address things ahead of time, especially when we're dealing with the potential transmission issue Sure. as opposed to letting them go and, uh, not resolving them because uh, the sooner you can catch it, the more preventative maintenance you can do as a potential fix for it. If you let it go forever, it could end up as a transmission replacement or overhaul.
0: And now you're in trouble. Yes. Okay. So, and does that typically happen? Maybe older cars, hundred thousand miles plus or something like that?
1: You know, it's actually, it's all over the road with vehicles and it it depends on uh, the manufacturer and the transmission that was put in there. I mean, uh, what they're describing there could be just normal operation as well. Okay. Uh, GM came out with a transmission uh, a few years ago, or yeah, a few years ago, and uh, this transmission was poorly designed and uh, they were having shift issues. Well, GM issued a bulletin saying, uh, if you experience this, this is normal, there is no fix for it. Well, everyone on the planet felt like the transmission was falling out of their car, but they didn't have a solution for it, it was just a bad design.
0: Okay, interesting to hear. All right, once again, we talk to Vern, the district manager from Matt's Automotive, every Wednesday here at this time. So, if you do have questions, we'll watch our text line at 35270. We're going to wrap things up, Vern. Have a Merry Christmas,
1: you as well. Thank yeah, you guys so it's, much.
0: It's right around the corner. I hope you got your shopping done.
1: <laughs> Getting it all
0: right. Merry Christmas, Vern.
1: Merry Christmas.